Hey, I just got off the phone and off a call with John, John Ferrara from Nimble, great CEO. He's built two very successful businesses, had an amazing exit, and he talks about different ways to generate leads and leads that are very highly likely to close. He gives us some amazing insight into what they're doing and how they're scaling with some great, great strategies. He walks us through it and shares exactly how to do it. So give this one a listen. I think it's going to really help you get that maybe non-traditional way of growing your SaaS company and follow his path. You'll really like it. Welcome to Sastery in the Making, the podcast that features the people who made the software world what it is today and the leaders who are shaping the future of technology. Here's your host, Matt Wallach. Welcome to Sastery in the Making. This is Matt. I am your host and I am so glad to have you here. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks for watching if you're on video on YouTube and really, really super looking forward to today's session. I've got John Ferrara with me. John, how you doing? I'm good, Matt. I'm really excited to be here with you today. I think I think we're on this planet to grow, and I think we grow by helping other people grow. And what better way to do that than to have a conversation about something that I think is critical to people's success is, is the relationships they build and the brand they build. Your your network and your brand are your net worth, they say. Yeah, I love that. I've, it's something that I've really been fortunate to be able to build that and find from some of the best out there, some of their techniques, some of their experience and apply that myself. It's worked out pretty well. So I love that we're going to be able to talk about that today. Let me make sure I introduce you to everybody. John, I want to make sure they understand who you are. John Ferrara, he's the founder and CEO at Nimble. And Nimble is the simple, smart CRM for small business teams using Microsoft 365 or Google Workspace. It combines the strength of CRM, contact management, social media insights, sales intelligence, pipeline management, marketing automation, so much is packed in there. Really combines it all into a unified relationship management platform that delivers valuable company and contact insights everywhere you work. He's also formerly the CEO at Goldmine, had a successful exit there. And so John absolutely knows his stuff about building brands and helping others build theirs. Once again, John, thanks for coming in. You bet, Matt. Uh, I'm excited about our chat. Me too. So what's been going on with you lately? What's coming up? Well, I've been cooking a lot lately. Uh, I uh, I really think that one of the best ways to connect with another human being is to break bread with them. And for me, it's sort of a meditation at the end of the day of, you know, doing what we do all day long, sitting in these chairs like we do. It's kind of nice to be able to do a little chop, chop, uh, saute, saute. Um, so that's been really great. Um, I love it. What are you cooking? Well, uh, last night I made this uh, Sicilian chicken dish that is sauteed, braised uh, chicken with uh, Italian sausage. And it's mixed in there with some peppers and onions. And it comes out with this really nice sort of brown sauce. And uh, it's the first time I made it. My dad's actually from Sicily. And uh, so I like to pay homage to to my papa and my uncles and my aunts that I, from which I really learned my love of food. And so that's what I made last time. I love it. I'm a huge Italian fan. Sambuca. I'll actually give you the link to the recipe so we can share it with the audience. Cause I bet there's some people out there that like to cook. Oh, I'm sure. I love to cook. And Italian is one of my favorites, both cooking and eating. So I gotta have that. So absolutely send me the link when we're done here. I will. How about professionally? What's going on with Nimble? How are things coming? 
Well, one of the exciting things that we've been doing with Nimble is our partnership with Microsoft. Uh, I really believe that as a business today, you need to pick a business operating system. And today that's Google or Microsoft, Google Workspace, Microsoft uh, 365, because in order to function digitally as a business, even as a person, you need email, contact and calendar uh, as a foundation of your sort of workflow. And I know a thing or two about this because I actually invented Outlook before it existed. I'll tell you that story a little later. But back in the days of DOS, I don't know if you know what DOS is. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Um, There was no program that integrated email, contact and calendar and sales and market automation. And I actually built the first one that did it, started that company on $5,000, grew it to $100 million a year plus in revenue, sold it when I was 40. And I did it by at first partnering with the trusted advisor of my prospect. That's the person that sold them the network, the Novell reseller. And then Microsoft came in and they ate Novell by building NT server. And I saw the writing on the wall. I partnered with Microsoft and integrated with their tools and drove adoption of their first party products with my third party product. And that's really how we scaled. And the funny thing is, is if you look at the parallels, Google Workspace or G Suite is Novell of this era and Microsoft 365 is NT server, small business server of this era. And I started out with Google G Suite and uh, still work with them closely, but we're scaling as as the simple serum for Microsoft 365. They signed a global reseller agreement with us and they're pushing us globally through their channel uh, to their customers. And uh, I'm really excited about uh, what the opportunity that I see in front of us today. Yeah, no kidding. That sounds amazing. And I know a lot of our listeners are software founders, software leaders, and they're trying to create these types of partnerships. How did you do that? How did you way back then get your foot in the door with Microsoft? Well, I I think that every technology company needs third party solutions in order to fill out their portfolio of solutions to their customers. And also in many cases to drive adoption of their solutions. So think about this. Microsoft launched Small Business Server back in the 90s, and it was NT Server, SQL Server, and Exchange Server. Back then, people were using Novell for their server, Pop for their email, maybe IMAP, and uh, and they really weren't using SQL Server. Most applications were using DBase. So how do you convince customers, millions of them, to even look at Small Business Server, let alone adopt it? So we um, were able to see a few different uh, opportunities in front of us. Number one is our customers needed to scale more. So they were looking for a database that would scale better than DBase because they had millions of records and hundreds of users. And they wanted something that was more secure operating system for a enterprise environment than, um, than Novell. And they were looking for a more secure, scalable email transport than POP. And so we built Goldmine Enterprise, which required a seat of SQL Server, NT Server, and Exchange Server for every seat of Goldmine, which solved the need of our customers to scale, solved the need of our resellers uh, to make $10 in every Goldmine dollar, and solved the need of Microsoft to sell their first party solution and make it sticky because nobody's going to buy SQL Server unless you had an application that called for it. And so uh, we killed three birds with one stone, and it turned out to be a Goldmine. And fast forward to today, When Microsoft was launching Microsoft 365, they were looking for partners. And if you think about it, most SaaS CEOs, they don't know who Microsoft is. They're all running on Google and they don't know what a channel is. They're all selling direct and driving eyeballs with AdWords. 
So because I know history, I could understand the present and predict the future. I knew Microsoft would eat G Suite. And I knew that if I could integrate with their products, build relationships with the people, I would get access to opportunities and programs to not just help sell Microsoft 365, but I knew that Microsoft would roll out a whole series of things for businesses to put their, their data and their applications in the cloud. So if you think about what is NT server and SQL server, if not, it's Azure, right? So basically, if you could build integrations with Azure and the Power App, Power BI family of products and drive adoption of those things, you could become a really good partner with Microsoft. And here's the biggest problem. Microsoft resellers sell plumbing to plumbers. They sell IT infrastructure to IT decision makers. They don't sell cloud front and back office business solutions today. In fact, they don't even really use them uh, that much. So Microsoft gives their resellers dynamics. They give them Power BI, but they don't actually use it or sell it. So how can you transform Microsoft resellers into solution sellers? Well, shit, I did that with Novell and Microsoft resellers in the past. They were just selling the network. Then I taught them to sell business solutions on top, which transformed them and transformed their customers. So Nimble has built the relationships with Microsoft and the trust, and we're transforming their resellers, which means Microsoft is pushing the resellers to adopt Nimble, which then helps them to transform themselves and their customers. And this is a um, recipe that any ISV, any SaaS CEO can learn because right now they're battling a race to the bottom by spending dollars on AdWords, driving those eyeballs into SDRs. And it all it does is increases their costs because those AdWords are expensive, SDRs are expensive. Imagine if they could drive eyeballs with relationships with resellers who had trusted relationships with those end users and they didn't have to pay the resellers uh, other than some margin to go out there and sell it. And every single reseller has relationships with thousands of customers and each customer has hundreds or thousands of seats. And that's, that's a goldmine. Absolutely. And partner leads anything that comes through a partner channel absolutely has a much better chance of closing. Usually if you track oh, and segment yeah. the, the lead yeah. sources, they close at a higher rate because people already said, Hey, you should use this. You just, just trust us. You yeah. got the third party reference. Yeah. And in fact, man, if you think about that sort of trusted reference, um, you need to have your end user customer uh, see and feel you from multiple directions. So you might do some PR influencer outreach to get people to talk about you. You might do integrations with uh, other business ISVs like Microsoft or whoever who you integrate to and they recommend you. Then what you want to do is you want to be able to get uh, publications to write about you and you get the resellers to recommend you and you get end users to recommend you. And then if you mix in that a little bit of advertising where you do some type of, they see you in when they visit the website or whatever, they like, they see you. And back in the day, I used to do airlines and radio. Today we use digital. Um, then they're feeling you 360 degrees. And that's what you want to do as a marketer is to, to access your prospects and customers and ideally their influencers, you want to build this, this brand for your company and uh, have that brand be touching your constituency from 360 degrees. Yeah, it's amazing. I love it. And speaking of your company, so there are lots of various CRM tools around. Yeah. How have you and the team at Nimble been able to differentiate and separate? So if you think about a typical CRM, there are sales operating systems for salespeople. 
Um, so you look up Pipedrive or Salesforce and they're basically sales tools. How many salespeople are typically in a normal company, say of a hundred people? What do you think? How many? If the company's a hundred people, maybe five, 10 people. That's it. In sales. Right. That's it. But of the people at a company, how many people in that company touch the constituency around the company in order for it to grow? Everybody. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so if you think about it, CRMs are tools for salespeople. They're not tools for the whole company and they're tools to bag and tag customers. And in fact, most salespeople don't even use the CRM. They basically live in uh, Google or Microsoft email, LinkedIn, and uh, and other tools. They feed the CRM because they have to. The reason they call it Salesforce is you have to force salespeople to use it. And so <laughs> I, I know about this because I actually invented Outlook and Salesforce before either existed. And when I did it, it was Goldmine was a relationship platform for the whole company. So the way we differentiate Nimble is that we're the CRM for more than just salespeople. We're the CRM for the whole company because I think that every company needs to have a contact platform that's shared across the entire organization. And what you have today with Google and Microsoft, don't do that. So if you go into, what are you, Google or Microsoft at your company, Matt? We're Google. Okay. You never go into Google contacts on your computer, do you? No. No. You live in Google Mail and Google Calendar. Okay, mm -hmm. so if you did go into Google Contacts, what you'd find is that your Google Contacts are yours and every team member in your company has a separate Google Contact record and those mm -hmm. contacts aren't linked to the email or calendar, let alone the social interactions, and there's no data on the contact, so it's useless. Mm -hmm. Imagine if you had a contact record that automatically built itself from the contacts you already have in your business. And in your business, you've got siloed contacts. Every team member has a separate contact database in Google. Then you got contacts in whatever sales, marketing, customer service, and account application that you're using. And then a lot of your people in your company, if they're doing outreach, they're using spreadsheets for it because that's just what works. And so what Nimble does is it automatically unifies all the contacts from all those places into a cohesive whole. Then we enrich that contact with people and company data. So you don't have to Google them, you Nimble them. And then we synchronize every interaction that you and the team have had on email, calendar, and social. And then we work back where you work because you don't want to go to the CRM to use it and you don't have to work for the CRM. It should work for you by building itself and work with you where you live. Where do you live? You live in email. You live in LinkedIn. You live in whatever business application you're using in the particular moment. And so the way we differentiate Nimble is that Nimble is a CRM for the whole company, not just salespeople. And we're focused on relationships, not revenue. CRM stands for customer relationship management, not customer reporting management. Let, yet, most CRMs are really command and control reporting tools. Finally, if you're going to build a relationship platform for the whole company, what's the key to scaling a company? You're a CEO and you're going you're gonna to understand what I'm going to tell you. Repeatable people, company, business processes, because it's really repeatable processes that will help you scale, whether it's hiring, onboarding, collecting money, uh, outreaching on press or influencers, investors, uh, biz dev, whatever you're doing, there's a series of things that you do. Let's call that a, a board with stages with certain pieces of data that you need to collect to get through those stages. And so what do people do? There's 225 million global businesses, less than 1% use any CRM. Most people's CRM is spreadsheets and email. Wow. So people use spreadsheets to do that, or they use things like Trello to try to manage these projects that they're doing. And what we did is we built workflows in the Nimble, which enable you to define a uh, a board with a series of stages 
and cards that are people and company related with the data fields that you need to collect. So if you get an incoming email that um, that is, say, uh, an inquiry for a business dev opportunity or an inquiry for an order or an inquiry for uh, a new hire, you could put people on these workflows. And another example is networking. How many times have you gone and um, and done some type of uh, outreach on LinkedIn and um, and outreach to them for connection? Well, typically, if you're doing that, you want to put them through a process. You want to not just get the LinkedIn connection, but you actually want to get a face to face conversation going so you could propose to them some sort of mutual beneficial outcome. Well, that's a workflow. Most people, if they're even at least organized, they might outreach and then put a task on their CRM to say, follow up. Well, you know what? That's not going to get you anywhere in life. Not good enough. If, you, if you're going to onboard people to do that job and you're going to have to, if you're going to scale, you want to teach them those repeatable processes. So Nimble is the team relationship manager that can help you scale your company, especially with our ability to build and manage these workflows that are critical to your success. I love it. Sounds super slick. I love the idea of having everybody be a part of it and that everybody needs that information because you're right. It's so separated and isolated right now. And it really hampers yeah. the, the communication and growth within and the company. Let's talk about the constituency. So most companies are focused on prospects and customers. But the reality is there's a, there's a community around your company that your entire company engages with editors, analysts, bloggers, influencers, third-party developers, investors, advisors, uh, biz dev partners, a whole wide variety of them. And as a CEO, you need to be aware of more than just the, the prospects and companies that you're, uh, that you're engaging with and closing, because you need to be aware of that entire constituent, the constituency that's going to enable you to build and grow your business. And what I found is that it's more powerful when other people talk about you than when you talk about you. And so we have done a huge investment at Nimble on building relationships with the trusted advisors of our prospects. Some call those influencers. It's just the people that are the thought leaders in and around the areas of promise of our products and services. So thought leaders in social sales and marketing and entrepreneurship. We've basically built paid forward relationships with them turn them into nimble users and nimble evangelists for us. And we don't spend a dime on advertising, but we drive over a hundred thousand uniques per month to our website. Wow. Uh, and we have no salespeople and they convert at around uh, 5% to trial and 10% to paid digitally. That's phenomenal. I love that. So what, what are some of the steps that have helped you get to this point, John? I mean, it's been a long time building to it and you put a lot of effort into it. And I know that these, partner relationships have been amazing. It sounds like you've got a great ecosystem for getting a bunch of people interested in the product. What were some of the best things you've done along the way? Well, I think one of the best things that I did was uh, build a, a great team around me and uh, trust them to do their job and empower them with the tools they need to do it because you just don't do it on your own. And, and I'm here True. because of the team. Um, and the second thing is, is recognizing that it's more powerful when other people talk about you than when you talk about you and building the ability to build storytellers around our company. And here's a simple formula for anybody listening to do that. So you've forgotten more about your products and services than uh, anybody you, you sell to. 
And so give your knowledge away on a daily basis. So build a identity in the places where your prospects, customers, and their influencers have conversations, LinkedIn, Twitter, wherever, start giving your knowledge away on a daily basis. If you're not good at writing, then identify the, the top influencers in and around the areas of your promise of products and services and start to share their content and uh, hashtag the category and attribute their name in those shares. And if you'd start doing that, not just with your company brand and not just with your brand as the CEO, but also with your leadership brands of the individual people, because I think that in order to build a really solid brand today, you need to humanize it by helping your team members build their brands. And if you start doing that, sharing that content on a regular basis, and then listening and engaging with the intent not to bag and tag people, but to build relationships, to pay people forward, and to establish your brand and by helping other people grow their brand. What that does is it not only lifts your company brand, but your personal brand, but starts conversations with the trusted advisors of your customers. And what that does is generate traffic to your website and, um, and helps you to grow. And so uh, content curation from influencers in and around your products and services are an incredible way to build your brand, drive traffic. And then you combine that with the biz dev things that we've done with Microsoft and Google. You combine that with um, some other uh, things that partnerships that we built. I think that's a really great formula that's different than the typical SaaS CEO, which is digitally spending money on uh, AdWords advertising and SDRs. I love it. It's so powerful when you have other people sharing and like you said, evangelizing about your product. Yeah. We talked about how people coming through that channel usually close at a much higher rate. And you guys aren't spending all kinds of money on AdWords and Facebook and all this digital stuff that everybody else is trying. It sounds like you've found a great formula for getting a lot of people in, getting them excited and getting them over the line. Yeah, it's uh, it's really exciting to be able to generate organic traffic uh, without having to spend the money on the uh, the AdWords to to do it. Yeah, that's fantastic. So, what final advice would you give to new software founders who are starting out, looking to scale their company, and kind of follow the path you've done, John? Well, I think one of the main things that you want to do is get really close to your customers, understand um, their pain and how you might solve it. Uh, one of the mistakes I see a lot of CEOs do is they they talk a lot about themselves and their products. Guess what? Nobody cares. Stop talking about yourself. Stop talking about your products. Start talking about how you can make other people better, smarter, faster, because people don't buy great products. They buy better versions of themselves. And so that's the main thing I would do is put your customers at the center of your storytelling. Make them the hero. Teach them how they could be great and um, and I think that by doing that and then getting close to the customer and understanding what they like and don't like about your product and iterating with them, uh, I think that's really the secret to success. And I'll tell you a brief story about a company called Cornerstone On Demand. So Cornerstone On Demand, if you Google it, I think they're worth four or eight billion dollar valuation. And they started out as a as a e-learning company on the East Coast like Linda. And they uh, got uh, venture funding and they were selling uh, a platform where you could put learning stuff up as a, as a digital teacher. And they were getting some traction, but it wasn't enough. They, they saw that they were going to run out of money and it wasn't really happening. 
but there was a segment of their customer base that was really adopting it and uh, at scale. And they started looking at that customer base and it turned out to be large enterprises that used to have server-based learning to grow their, uh, their team members, HR departments. And so they started iterating with these people and, and really building around their needs. And today they're the top uh, HR learning system uh, for corporations worldwide. And they did it by dancing with their customers. And mm-hmm. so uh, I think a lot of CEOs out there aren't close enough to their customers. And I think if I was a CEO today giving advice to other CEOs, which I am, uh, I'd go sit in the customer service department. I'd take phone calls. I'd, uh, I'd, I'd really get close to those customers because you need to make the decisions in regards to product roadmaps and, um, and you know, the stories that you tell. And you're not going to feel it if you're not in the trenches with your team. I love it. I think it's fantastic. It's something I've believed for a long time is you really have to know your buyer and your customer in order to understand how to develop the roadmap, like you said, marketing messaging, even your sales presentation, everything is mapped around your understanding of the customer. And if you don't know them, then you're going to be lost and they're going to be lost. And so I think that's amazing advice, John. And you've shared so many nuggets of gold. No wonder your former company's called Goldmine because you bring it. So I really appreciate that. How can everybody learn more about Nimble and what you're doing? Well, here's one last piece of advice. Um, first off, uh, if you want to know how you can connect with me, Google me. My name is J-O-N space F-E-R-R-A-R-A. And you'll see my various identities uh, show up on that first page. But you know what I recommend that you do is Google yourself because people are going to Google you before they meet with you. And if you don't show up on the first page, it's a problem. And you can control that by actually going and building a Wikipedia page about yourself and your company. It's free and it's easy. Just follow the guidelines because if you don't do it properly, they'll pull your page down. And so if you Google me, uh, just go ahead and reach out to me on whatever channel is most comfortable for you. And I'll even make it easier for you. My email is jon at nimble.com. So there's no excuse. If you uh, feel the need or desire to connect with me, there is my contact info. And if you go to nimble.com and try our product out and you decide that you do like it after the two-week free trial, I'll give you 40% off your first uh, three months. Just use the code JON40 when you become a subscriber. Very cool. Well, you heard it here, guys. John is giving you 40% off of his product, JON40, for the code. John, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You bet, Matt. It was a real pleasure and uh, always great to connect with another uh, SaaS CEO. I'm really excited about the fact that you are out there inspiring and educating your constituency and at the same time building your brand and your company brand. Uh, so kudos to you. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. It's a lot of fun for sure. I also enjoy talking with my customers and my partners. I think it's really great. And this ecosystem we have within the SaaS world is is definitely fun and interesting. So thanks for being a big part of it. You bet, Matt. Thank you. And thank you guys for coming. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Make sure you are subscribed to the show. You don't want to miss out on any more amazing innovators and leaders like John. So hit that subscribe button. That way you're going to get notified of everything. And if you like this, please give a like and a rating and a review. I want to see those so I can make sure that we're directing content towards what you need. So thank you very much for coming. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Take care.